right back into the DFS double stack. Week 13, baby. How you feeling, Nick? Man, lucky 13. Let's get some cash. Let's get some burgers. I'm excited, man. Yep, we got week 13 coming in. Week 12 wasn't it wasn't too much of a disappointment, but you know, it still, still kind of feels like, uh, like a crazy weird year. How how did you feel about it? It was it was going pretty good, and then of course, the zero point three points victory over your ass, man. Let's go. Uh, oh. Zero point three. That's right. The waiver fire. I couldn't believe it, man. Oh, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> you're you're still well on to the way that on well on the way to the playoffs. I am not. So it is all for naught, but it was just fantastic to happen. And uh yeah, week 12 was crazy. Unfortunately, got pretty close in the DFS uh Al Smith's league, but did not cash. So hopefully trying to get back on the ship uh this week and you know, an interesting week for sure. We're going to talk about those target games, but, uh, man, it feels like, you know, we were talking pre-pod. It feels like a lot of, I guess, pretty obvious plays, and it's going to be kind of tricky to get away from them because some interesting games. But uh, let's go ahead and dive in, man. Yeah, let's do what's the target. It's never been done before. It's going to need planning and a large crew. Guns? Exactly. A lot of security, but the take. What's the target? Eight figures each. What's the target? When was the last time you were in Vegas? All right. Uh, what's the target this week? We've got a bunch of just wild cards here because they're all about 50 some of them a little some of them a little lower and Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about which ones we think are just landmines but let's start off with chargers bingles 50.5 and also bucks falcons 50.5 now which one of these do you think is 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 one you'll be targeting I guess it's chalky, but I can't help myself from getting away from Tom Brady, man. Coming off of the stinker with Lenny traveling to the Falcons, I just think he's going to just thrash them at least three touchdowns. And so I'm I'm diving into that side of the ball. And, and I think the Falcons, you know, if you want to pick a flyer of Russell Gage or Patterson, Patterson's pretty expensive, but he's been electric. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts would be really going against the grain, but it, He's getting targets, so maybe. But uh, I, I really do believe in that one, even if it is the Buccaneers scoring 35 and the Falcons scoring, you know, 15, 16 points or so. But really do believe in that one. The Chargers-Bengals one I've been – it's been tough to kind of resolve in my head. Obviously, Joe Mixon's been incredible. Our, you know, the Bengals' offense in general has been fantastic, but they rely so heavily on slowing it down that it, it becomes kind of hard to hit the over, you know? It's like – there aren't honestly that many possessions that they allow the other teams to get when Joe Mixon just grinds a 10-minute drive. So that one I've been a little bit hesitant. I, I'm guessing Joe Mixon is going to be super chalky, probably with 
a Justin Herbert stack on the other side, something like that. But um, I guess I, I more fully believe in the Bucks out of all four of these teams. How about you, man? All right, I'm probably I'm probably there with you. I I I like Justin Herbert as a solo play over there, but I'm with you. I think that uh, the Bucks game, the Bucks side of the field, and then Corderell Patterson, that that would be my play on on that game. Um, yep, yeah. and, and then on to. The other two, Jags, Rams, 48.5. Washington versus the Raiders, 48.5. Hmm. So the Jags aren't great. And neither is Washington. But Washington's been getting a bunch of wins lately. Regardless of, of... of how that looks. They remind me, you know, as like the little baby brother of the Bengals, the way they've been able to smash it with Antonio Gibson and just limit possession. So I initially kind of looked at this slate really wanting to do kind of a Derek Carr and company at home, maybe bring back either Gibson or Logan Thomas as kind of like, because I think that game will be exciting and they'll score. I just think that they might score like, five or six touchdowns on like eight drives or something like that, which I know sounds crazy, but I think that both teams with Josh Jacobs and Gibson, they want to run it. So I've kind of fallen a bit away from that game a little bit. I'll probably still throw a lineup in a tournament that has him, but uh, yeah. And then you nailed it on the Jags. It's just so unbelievably hard to trust. I want to sneak, you know, we'll talk about this, but I want to sneak LaVisca Chenault in a little bit because Marvin Jones likely draws draws Jalen Ramsey and Chenault's been getting some, some good targets. We all are guessing that they're going to be down by, you know, 14 plus or so and throwing it. So it could be ugly and junky, um, but I kind of want to sneak Chenault into some lineups. And then the Rams, it's been, it's been, it's tricky, right? Cause Henderson, uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. Status is completely up in the air. There are things that are saying, yep, he's, Definitely a go, and yet he didn't practice at all here on Thursday. So really getting mixed vibes, and that that changes a lot for me. Um, Sony Michelle would be instant must-play, in my opinion, if he's the only dude. But, uh, yeah, tricky game there. So I guess I've been kind of staying away from it for you know price and a little bit of unclarity with the Van Jefferson versus um, OBJ situation. So seems murky. Seems like it'll get done, but it's kind of hard to target there, I guess. Right. I've got just about the same feeling. I, I, I like a, a nice little punt there in the Raiders game. And, you know, it's all right for you to play some of the big players on either side of one of these games. Like Cooper Cup's going to be out there without Odell. Right. Um, That could be a play. But yeah, it's, I'm not super, super just fixed on on these uh, team totals and stuff this week. Uh, there's a lot of teams that aren't on the board that we're normally targeting. I think like Kansas City being an example. Honestly, you know, I guess they're never huge point totals, but the Vikings have been coming through, but they're on the road to Detroit. So you, you probably expect the Vikings to get it done on their side. But uh, 
Yeah, it's not really looking like a week where I'm wanting to do the Al Smizzle special where I'm going in fully on a game with a quarterback, two pass catchers, and then bring back. It's I, I recognize that it probably will happen somewhere. And I, I think I'm laying my chips on the the Brady side of things, but uh, I don't I wouldn't mind just more piecing together, you know, of course. Um, Jonathan Taylor's and those individual players that should shine. Um, so it, definitely yeah. an interesting week. I feel you. What, what, what do we have in cash this week? How do we do last week? We do okay. Well, you know, Cam Newton and Jimmy G were quarterbacks. I believed in. Man, the quarterback situation last week was insane. It was so putrid. You know, with not not just in DFS, like Lamar Jackson and so many quarterbacks just were you know, 10 point sub 10 points. It was unbelievable. So that was a bummer. Daryl Henderson was great. Um, caught a nice pass in the end zone. It was awesome. Dan Arnold did not get it done. Uh, you definitely hit Debo was fine. You know, you know, it was a shame that he got injured, but he still got you enough points. AJ Dillon was a great play. That, that was a smart call with, with Aaron Jones coming back. Even um, AJ Dillon just looked great. And we know about CMC. Rest in peace, CMC, man. I, I, I barely got to see you this year as my 101, man. Damn it, CMC. Uh, but so, so many people paid 9000 for him last week, and he got 3.5 points, and that's just uh, – but that's all right. It's a new week, and we've got some, we've got some very interesting plays. I mentioned Don, Jonathan Taylor in cash. It's very expensive, so you're looking for value. It's 9200 but, you know, at Houston – I guess Wentz could snatch up some of the touchdowns and make it, but but I have to imagine that he's one of the highest percentages to get that hundred yard bonus. He's just feasting right now. It looks great. Um, so don't mind spending up for him. Um, so Daryl Henderson, we mentioned it. It's very interesting. I, you know, I put his name in here a day or so ago when it looked more confident, but I am starting to waver even if he is active it does give me a bit of pause. I mean, honestly, they're probably going to be winning in this game. Do they really need him here at home versus the Jags? Sony Michelle has looked fine. So I'm kind of moving him off the plays, to be honest, um, unless tomorrow he somehow comes out and, and does, you know, a, a pretty solid practice. Um, I'm going to be kind of off of that. And I also put Boston Scott in here a little bit early with, Miles Sanders being banged up, but what I, you know, going against the Jets, 4,600 for Boston Scott. What I most recently read was Miles Sanders had a full participant today, and he's only, he's only 5,200. Um, so it does get a little murky, you know, does Boston Scott get goal line and those kind of things? But man, is Miles Sanders very interesting. I know he was so disappointing last week. Um, a lot of people were in on him against the Giants, but that was a tough division game. He only got bumped up a hundred bucks now playing the Jets. I'm actually very interested in Miles Sanders this week. Um, Elijah Mitchell, he's been getting so much uh, workload, 6,000. It is on the road. Seattle, their defense is like okay or so, but Elijah Mitchell's been looking very, very good. So definitely see some upside there, and they should be winning that game. Russell Wilson has not looked good. I could see Elijah Mitchell getting third quarter feasting frenzies of 10 carry drives and those kind of things just to close them out. 
I mentioned Russell Gage. It seems like you're more on the Cordero Patterson if you want to run back Atlanta versus Tampa Bay. But Russell Gage has been pretty integral. And just the amount of targets, I think it gets done. 5,300 actually is a little pricey, which is, is so sad to say for a for a number one on any team that they're 5,300, and that's pricey. But it does feel a little pricey. I mean, can you really imagine him getting 16-plus points? I I think you can. I think you could see six receptions, a touchdown, and get you there. Um, but so, it, you know, it's not – I don't see 25 points anywhere in the realm of possibility, but some amount of upside. Ooh, this one, you know, maybe I'm letting my season long get to me here because Darnell Mooney has been kind of my lord and savior the last three weeks. He's looked so awesome, man. And now it's at home versus Arizona. Arizona, good secondary, but Arizona should be winning and he should get peppered with targets. Oh, man. What do you think, dude? Because the ballers have been kind of talking me every which way on Mooney this week. And I, I don't know. Do you have any read on Mooney? Are you in or off? Um, probably off Mooney and DFS. Hundred, it it is a little expensive. Ah, maybe he's more of a tournament play if you do like a Kyler stack and bring back. Mm. He just looks so awesome, man! Dang it. Um, I mentioned I I love it. I love him as a player. It's amazing to think that Allen Robinson was in his exact same situation with the exact same opportunity and couldn't get shit done. Like that's to me, that shows an, you know, a talent difference right there. Darnell Mooney is looking so good. Um, I mentioned LaVisca Chenault. I, at 4,400, you know, we have gotten to the point of the season where 3000 uh, wide receivers are, are kind of tricky to come by. I noticed that you snagged one, which looks very spicy, but we're kind of settling into the mid fours to get value or low fours to get value. And as I said, I think Jalen Ramsey gets uh, Marvin Jones. So Chanel should get eight plus targets, and that could be pretty valuable. And Tom Brady, 7,200. It's not even that crazy a price. I think he's 25 plus points, and it should be fantastic. How about you, man? Who are you thinking in cash? Um, I, I like all this plays. I, I really like uh, Elijah Mitchell mm. probably the most. I think uh, Jonathan Taylor is really easy to pull the trigger on this week. That's just a great place to spend a ton of money at 9,200. I'm going to come in with John Jamal Williams at 5,400. He's just uh, maybe one of those players that took DraftKings by surprise with being the 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 lead back this week uh something some sort of pricing shenanigan here at 5400 it's obviously a little bit low for the lead back on a team who's not going up against an insane defense it's minnesota right minnesota particularly in a full ppr league yeah so that's pretty good all right, and uh, Deontay, sixty-eight hundred. He's just—he's he, always a nice price. He—he's uh, really consistent and hasn't really let you down quite yet. Um, who are they going up against? Division rival Baltimore, which I know Baltimore has been pretty um, welcoming. 
to the fantasy wide receivers. But man, Baltimore Pittsburgh, just like every single time it is, it is a slug fest. So it makes me a little bit nervous, but you got to look at where these teams are right now. And I think Baltimore honestly gets it done. And Deontay is going to, I mean, look at him last three weeks, 13 targets, 13 targets, 14 targets. That is insane. That is, that is nuts to get that target. So yeah, he looks very, very safe. And I mean, he's had a 26 point game, so definitely upside there. Yep. And then I also like Waddle. I'm, I'm playing him and, uh, Deontay over here. Or not Deontay, but Tua over here on uh, my season long. Yeah, I know you got that little stack going in season long. That's pretty cool. Devontae Parker back at practice. You remember the last time I said, are you scared of Devontae Parker? Yeah, I mean, I'm scared of Devontae Parker. I'm more worried about him this time now that I've seen that he can be relevant. (laughs) Yeah, current NFL, but Waddle but, has just shown so much, man. He's looked amazing. Yeah, I mean, it it could be pretty much anything for the for the Miami bunch this week. It could be like no Waddle, all all Devonte Parker, and like a Miles Gaskin touchdown. They could be all Miles Gaskin. Yeah, yeah, it could be all Miles Gaskin. It could just be all Jalen Waddle. So you really don't know. But I, I would, I would bet on more of the same, and that same just being just the, a, a large amount of targets for Jalen Waddle, even even during that game that you're talking about, where where it kind of seemed like Jalen disappeared. I'm pretty sure he still had a decent amount of targets. It's just one of those things of wide receiver being a fickle position there. And uh, Justin Herbert, that's kind of a chalky uh, quarterback play. 6,700, we already talked about the game that it's in. And it's just pretty safe. He's, the I think, the quarterback three on the year. And he's prized at like six or seven here in a game that's just not scary. And it's already a high point total. I like it, man. I like all those plays. Um, yeah, not much to say. I think Waddle, I guess, is a little scary, but Herbert, you know, only 6700 feels like a very good price. Let's go. Let's go punt. Waits just past midfield. A horrible punt. This one hits one of the trainers running off the field. That is a two yard punt for South Florida. Willie Taggart still rebuilding. Willie Taggart is rebuilding. Nick Smith is still rebuilding as well. Ty Johnson, nope. Joff Swain, mm -mm. MVS was fine last week. Honestly, probably should have had a bigger game than he did. Um, And you hit Rex Burkhead. He was honestly, it was disappointing because at 4,200 against the Jets, it felt like a smash. It wasn't a smash. I think it was like eight and a half. So I think he almost two extra. So it was decent. But uh, let's try to get some value again. Um, poof. This, one, this one scares me to say, but I don't think I should have to be. Tyrod Taylor. 
is only $5,300, you know, almost 2000 less than, than Tom Brady. And dude, he has some upside, man. It's at home against Indy. Indy should be crushing them and he'll have to play catch up. And dude, he's been pretty good, man. Like last couple weeks, 30 yards on the ground, 28 yards on the ground, uh, two touchdowns. Like he gets it done. Um, so I'm kind of, I don't see like 30 points in the realm of possibility, but with Brandon Cooks and those miscellaneous pieces, it's not that bad. I don't think that he's just going to completely toast you. So if you're really trying to stretch the bank and, and, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to do any sort of devious stacking with Brandon Cooks plus anything else, that would be the most I would do. But a 5,300 just feels like you could take a stab at it. If you, if you're searching for cash. Um, Boston Scott really only going there if Miles Sanders is inactive, which doesn't look to be the case. Um, Deshaun Jackson, it's it's hard to say because it was so big play dependent. So it's really like a tournament flyer. It's still 4,200. So it's not it's not actually that cheap, but we saw the massive upside there at home versus Washington. It could happen again. He hasn't, you know. He hasn't gotten the cramps just yet or the sore hamstrings just yet, apparently. Um, James O'Shaughnessy, backup tight end for Dan Arnold. Uh, again, it's so scary. I've, so I've called LaVisca's name and now James O'Shaughnessy's name. This this could be really bad for me because Trevor Lawrence really has not shown the NFL ability just yet. But 2,600 at tight end. Could be nice, but then I think there's the super chalk that's only a hundred more. If um, Darren Waller doesn't play, we've seen Foster Moreau get peppered. Might not be the same, but at 2700, it's worth taking the gamble because we talked about that game at home versus Washington. Should get some points. He's looked pretty good as a pass catcher, so I think that that's going to be super super chalky. If you want to get off of it with James O'Shaughnessy, I think you might also get some good value there, but that would really be contrarian just to get off Moreau. Yeah, and then I I, I like Moreau. I think that's good chalk. I, that game, it's decent point total. We talked mm-hmm. about it already, already with Washington. And then I'll add somebody else from that game, Zay Jones at 3,200. He's just uh, another thing if – if Darren Waller is out, another guy's going to have more opportunities. And obviously there has been a lot more since the loss of a certain wide receiver. Yep. I think, I think Foster is going to be the chalk though in, in punts. Well, let's, let's do, let's do the D block. What? Whatever business you're trying to do through the Russian, you got to go through me first. Yeah? Yeah. Because up in this bitch, here, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm what you might consider an authority figure. Right, well, Jags versus Atlanta last week, not fantastic. Texans versus Jets, solid. This week... I'm probably going in on the Vikings traveling to Detroit. 
Detroit just has not gotten their act together, and now they, they're missing their top weapon in DeAndre Swift. I know that Jamal Williams looks like a great DFS price, and I'm not fading against him, but <clears throat> that Vikings defense has actually been pretty damn good. And in a game where Vikings are probably going to be up, Goff is going to have to try to throw it. I could see turnovers here, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for potential pick sixes here. So 3200 is kind of middle price, um, but I really like it. This next one I'm a little bit scared on. It's Giants traveling to Miami. I am scared because Tua has played really great. Waddle and Gaskin are kind of getting it together. But the Giants defense is, is pretty legit. I mean, they completely shut down Jalen Hurts. Um, and they're looking okay these days. Um, that O-line for Miami, trash. So could see some sacks, potential fumbles here. Um, it's I'm a little bit more hesitant, but I still see some upside. And if you're trying to save 500 bucks for whatever reason, I could see moving in that direction. How about you? Um, I I was trying to look at the very bottom this week and use one of my like super punt defenses, the very bottom of the pack, and they're they're super like stupid scary down there this week and i i tried to go up as far as i could go from the bottom and pick one right and what i came up with was washington football team because they're doing better as of late vegas is nothing to be afraid of and they're they're missing weapons it could be ugly it could be neutral but i just don't see a situation where it's like just really one-sided and the defense for Washington just, just getting crushed. Well, I agree. It looks like Josh Jacobs dealing with an ankle injury as well. So, man, definitely missing some pieces. Derek Carr is a warrior, so he can get it done. But, yeah, I don't see this completely tanking you for sure, so don't mind that. Man, I, I did the same thing. You know, I searched at 2,000 and tried to keep going up. I ended up at 2,700 with the Giants, but I don't mind the 2,500 at Washington for sure. Well, well, let's do uh, our GPP plays, and how did how did we do last week? We definitely got some hits, man. Stafford was good. It was kind of an ugly way to get there, but uh, he paid out pretty well. We both had A.J. Dillon. You had him in cash. I had him in tournament. It was a great play. Jeff Wilson, I only said that if Elijah Mitchell sat, and he didn't, so – wasn't going to play him. LaVisca Chanel, he had so many targets, man. <laughs> and it was, it still turned out okay, but it wasn't anything breakthrough, which I thought, you know, at home versus Atlanta, it could have been tasty. And then Waddle was delicious for sure. You had Najee. That was such a bummer, man. I, I couldn't believe his usage last week when they were getting blown out. He, he didn't really even get targeted. It was kind of crazy. So that was a bummer. And Brandon Cooks was a, was a decent call. Nothing special there. But uh, trying to get back on it for tournaments, this is where I, I'm putting most of my uh, DFS money these days. You know, you mentioned Washington defense, but I do think Derek Carr is, is pretty interesting in tournaments. You know, you do have kind of a funnel towards Renfro, Djax, Moreau. I guess if you trust Zay Jones, he could definitely be there for you, but pretty decent target funnel. And if Josh Jacobs sits, now you're talking Kenyon Drake, you know, with less confidence there in the run game. So relying more on Derek Carr, I think it could be very interesting. And then the the runbacks in the tournament are pretty decent. Like I said, Gibson, 
Logan Thomas. I mean, McLaurin. Honestly, I haven't even looked at him because he's been so expensive every week, and he's still the wide receiver five in price, 7,400. So I still find it hard to get there, which I, I hate to say. I love him so much. just feels <coughs> really hard to get there. Um, so I'd be targeting those pieces. Maybe you take a deep dive on, um, what is it, DeAndre Carter, I think is the name. So, I mean, he's gotten some targets. That would be a desperation play there. But uh, don't mind that. Whew. This one is tricky, and I want to know how you feel about it. So DeAndre Hopkins is supposed to be back with Kyler Murray. Even when they were both on the field, Hop really wasn't a target magnet like we were used to seeing. You know, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, those players have kind of stepped up um, Rondale Moore. But, dude, he's only 6,200. Like, for a wide receiver, we were talking, you know, Deontay at 6,800. I, you know, I like that play a lot. But 6,200, you almost never see that for DeAndre Hopkins. It is on the road against Chicago. But the Chicago defense hasn't been that electric. Man, I could just see really huge upside in this return. It's it's hard to trust returning from injury, so I'm not doing it in cash. But what do you think, man? Do you think that there's decent upside there? I guess uh, as a as a season long owner of of Hopkins, I I've been kind of watching the the failure over time, and it's it's tough for me to be in on that personally, but I don't, I see where you're coming from. It makes your thought process makes sense. I'm not trying, I'm not forcing him into all of my tournaments, but I'll probably slip in one if the, if the val, you know, if I have enough cash remaining, because we we've seen him do some motorboating in the past and it could happen again. Oh, this, this one is pretty tricky. This might be a Homer call war damn Eagle. But Darius Slayton has been getting some targets. Now, the ballers are saying this is really Sterling Shepard dependent because I kind of was kind of going off that he was going to be out. He put in a limited practice today. And, man, you know, Sterling Shepard himself, only 4,900. If he plays, I would be very interested. I mean, when we've seen him, it's been kind of awesome. Um, I mean, he's got 27 points, 17 points, 17 points, like against Miami. If he plays, keep your eye on that. Cause I actually really like that. And then a player that I didn't have that the ballers also kind of, um, kind of put me onto a little bit here is, uh, let me look at his price right quick is, um, Josh Reynolds, man. You know, it seems like, Jared Goff has kind of gotten a bit of a rapport. We think Minnesota is going to be crushing. Swift is not in the game. So I could see him at 3,400. He probably belongs in the punt plays. 3,400 with a connection with Jared Goff. Like, yes, I like the Vikings defense, but could see some decent targets there as a desperation play in tournaments, For, in my opinion. How about you? That. Um, I've got some guys here that, you know, I – a lot of times I have some some trouble discerning between cash and GBP, and uh, some of yeah. these guys seem pretty good for maybe either Keenan Allen, uh, just 
very consistent the past like four or five weeks, 15 to 25-ish points in every game, still getting all those targets, kind of kind of a somewhat sure thing there at 7,500. Um, Van Jefferson, um, an, another thing where you've got Odell out and uh, you're going to try to to benefit off of that of, of Odell being out and I think Odell. that he really can that's that seems I, I would first off I haven't been season long so I'm very excited but yeah that would be incredible if he if Odell plays do you think Van Jefferson's still worth the 5300 I guess it's mainly about if he doesn't though that's yeah. what I was And then Cordell Patterson, 7K. He's just the whole team. So, yeah, 43% of their team's touchdowns on the year is is an absurd stat. So let's keep rolling with that. All right, let's let's get into some juicy cheeseburgers, some different stacks. Oh, the whole shenanza did not work out. I mean, Ayuk was fine. Kittle was just brutal, which I, I just don't – man, Kittle, like, he, he must be so – I can't imagine that he would be high ownership this week, but I think that could be a sneaky run back. I mean – I think you want to typically, you know, everybody's going to be on Moreau and trying to get value there. But, man, we've seen what Kittle can do. And, oh, I just miss it so badly. He's still 5900 so it's kind of pricey. But this is just a total aside, but I, I miss that guy so much in fantasy. Um, yeah. you, you went KMCMC. That was, that was a really heartbreaking. Both of them were just complete tanks. But I definitely saw the process there. You know, speaking of which, you brought up um, – you brought up Keenan Allen right then in your tournaments, and I see that a teaser part of the stack you got here. But, um, you know, I think Mike Williams, in a week where we're talking about it's super, super chalky and how do you get different, I don't mind a Mike Williams play here, man. I mean, he has been so disappointing, but huge upside. His price has yeah. come down. Um, let's see, where are we at here with Mike Williams for price? Uh, trying to 5,700. You know, we've been talking about a lot of 6,000 receivers. 5,700 is not bad. And I know it could be brutal. Like I'm not trusting any cash probably, but to get different, if you're, if your lineup in tournaments is feeling chalky, like if you've got, if you're going with Brady or um, maybe you're doing Joe Mixon and you feel like in Moreau and it's kind of adding up and you feel like you're just going to be, Super chalk, I think that could be a, a decent way to get different. Because I guess the Justin Herbert stacks, I mean, I guess if a, quite a bit of them will do Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was more Keenan Allen and um, and Eckler, right? I mean, th those are the two who have been really getting it done. So kind of like that. And I see that I failed to put a, a stack in here, man. I feel terrible about that. I do like quite a few stacks. I mean, Tom Brady and Gronk, I think, is one of the most – sure things that you can go with. I still personally lean 
Godwin over Evans. If you're doing a, a double bring back, what do you think, man? Have you turned a little bit? Is Evans slotting more into it versus Godwin, or are you still believing Godwin? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I ever leaned one way or the other, but I guess Godwin seems like a better, more likely shot yeah. for cash. So another another stack besides that that premium, you know, juicy, just deluxe stack of Brady and Gronk. I do like Carson Wentz quite a bit. Let me peek in on um Indiana pass catchers. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, it's it's so memey and scary, but he just gets it done at Houston. I, I wouldn't mind throwing a dollar lineup with T.Y. Hilton and Carson Wentz as a stack just to try to get yeah. off of um of uh, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, only 5,700 as well. So same price as Mike Williams. He's been disappointing in recent weeks, but man, we've seen his talent. Actually, he's been disappointing for a little while now, but we've seen his talent in Houston. They shouldn't, they should not have to mount any sort of defense. Really. They can't do much. Um, So I don't mind that as kind of a cheaper play to get off of the, the, um, the chalk of it. What's what's your my, burger this week? Mine is just Keenan Allen and uh, and Justin Herbert. It just mm-hmm. seems like kind of a not a very creative stack there, and not really outside the box. But I'm gonna go with it because it's the best thing that I feel like I see. I think it's a great play. It doesn't doesn't matter if it's choppy. We can get different elsewhere. So don't mind that. Like it quite a bit. All right, well, let's let's get, drop into the cage. Don't do it, Eddie! Eddie, don't do it! Oh, no, Eddie, no! Don't do it! No way, no to go if you didn't grab cmc last week i was going to and it, it would have ruined either of us so i pulled out the victory when you you pick cmc um but let's get back into it did you get my uh draft kings invitation i did i'm i'm here logged in man so i again don't recall who went first do you have any <laughs> preference this week um, I mean, you can go if you want to. I don't remember. Just to take, uh, just to take a little time out. I, you know, we're supposed to be kind of in the middle of Thursday night football, but I had I had tuned it off because it it was kind of a boring game to be honest with uh Dallas and the Saints. But I just got the old sleeper notification. That big, sexy Pollard just went for a 60-yard touchdown, and I have him my season long. So that's just, oh, just rubbing my nipples over that one right there. That feels fantastic. All right, all right. <laughs> let's let's get back in the cage. Let's get back in the cage. <laughs> um, so if we're talking number one overall picks, I mean, I think that probably Jamal Williams is the sexiest straight-up pick, but – I don't know, man. I'm really feeling the Vikings defense, and I don't really want to play those two against each other. So I'm going to fade Jamal. off. What? Said, what was that? Jamal. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's like I think there's like some old uh, um, 
uh, like flash video where someone goes, Jamal. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. I dig it. Well, this is not, um, this is probably not cage match. You know, I, I've actually, every week, I'm terrible about playing a head to head. I just pick the players that I want to play. And I just believe in Tom Brady so much this week. So I'm just going to pick my quarterback at the 101, which is really bad strategy, but we'll make it work, man. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Okay. Well, I don't know what you mean. You've been doing well at at defeating me in the cage matches. That's true. Maybe strategy really doesn't matter, man. Just pick the players, damn it, and, and forget about, you know, whatever, getting flexes and stuff. I don't think that's... That's not true. I, I think your strategy is, is good. And you're doing it. Um, all right. I'm going to go for Jonathan Taylor because I just think that that's a way to spend a lot of money and a safe place. And, yeah. Little sense. This would be the week where I finally – hop on the Joe Mixon bandwagon and he just like, I just don't think I can do it on, on principle alone at this point. It's like, you know, you, you I can't tuck my tail and hide. So I, I kind of refuse to do that, to be honest. A um, lot of players I like in this 6,000 range, whether it's Elijah Mitchell, James Connor is very enticing, to be honest. And Miles Gaskin, I actually like the and dude. And honestly, Antonio Gibson and David Montgomery, all really kind of juicy in that high 500 range. So that seems pretty cool. Moreau is super, super chalky, of course. I guess that wouldn't be the worst play. I kind of want to do just a Gronk stack, though. Um, hmm. Let's just continue continue doing what I want to do. And I love Tom Brady and Gronk. I think it's the, the safest thing this week from a play. So give me my quarterback and tight end at the 101 and the one the 201. This is a terrible play, but I love them, man. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with Elijah Mitchell. I probably should have done that because that is what I was looking for next. All right. Well, it looks like he's going to play, and it looks like he's going to play the Jets. So give me Miles Sanders, man. He's not on the injury report. 5,200. Looks like great value. I'm kind of in on it. Give me Miles Sanders. All right. Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Jamal Williams. Fantastic. Jonathan Taylor, Jamal Williams, and Elijah. Yeah. That is pretty potent right there. I like that a lot. Um, Okay. The wide receivers and seeing what I don't think I have to go in cash. I don't think I have to go Brady, Gronk, and um, and Godwin. So, so I'm kind of looking elsewhere here. Um, I do like Deontay a lot. He feels very safe. Some cash. 
That's if if um, OBJ really is out, Van Jefferson kind of just screams out at me as like a really great play. So let's take that risk. And I guess I could kind of come back if OBJ is and, and kind of do like a sub in somehow. But uh, yeah, man, give me Van Jefferson Jr. Okay, I'm gonna go with Deontay. <laughs> That's all right. There's still some solid plays up top. Um, you know, Keenan Allen is there. Justin feels always risky with Thielen taking the touchdowns, but we've seen his upside, and it's Detroit. We didn't even really talk about what was, I guess, supposed to be chalk. With Alexander Madison, but man, DK priced him up at seventy six hundred. That was they did a good job making sure that he wasn't like a hundred percent played. You know, yeah, they did. So Connor or Gaskin? Connor has just been unbelievable, really, and so much upside with consistency. And only fifty nine hundred. The Chicago defense is whatever. So, yeah, let me go James Conner, man. I, I really do believe in him. All right. I'm going to go with Hollywood. Ooh, okay. I, I was slotting him in as well. So you're going Deontay and Hollywood playing off each other. Yeah. Pretty- I mean, if, it, if that game doesn't go good, then I'm kind of screwed, but. I believe in them both individually, so I don't mm-hmm. think that I should let other storylines get in the way of that because there's no reason why they can't both succeed. I do like that a lot. Um, kind of looking in the Mike Williams, Darnell Mooney, um, I even like Brandon Ayuk still. Like Seattle defense not doing very much. What is the most recent news on um, Debo? Like he had that kind of severe looking injury and expects to return for. Okay. So, so it looks like Debo is looking to sit. I haven't been monitored because yeah. I don't have him in any leagues. So, so you have Eliza Mitchell, which is fantastic. But man, if Debo sits like Ayuk. Because Ayuk's talent, I think, is is very, very good. So, yeah, let me go with that upside, man. Let me go with let me go with Ayuk this week. All right. Um, I'm gonna take my Zay Jones. Yeah, it seemed like your uh, your salary was kind of creeping up there a bit so that makes sense to, to do that i'm surprised you haven't gone you, you didn't go for uh, moreau i guess but maybe it, it is zay jones feels pretty sexy too man all of my players are in the five thousand range so i'm doing a lot of uh middies right now i'm smoking middies right here and Something just hard to trust, but that price is kind of awesome. 
play Bateman off of your Hollywood, but Hollywood's gotten all of the targets, so it's hard to trust Bateman anymore. Kind of the last few. Um, so let me, if you don't mind, if I can just kind of just slot in and play for just a second here. Yep. As I'm looking Josh Reynolds' way, it's punty, and I see the upside that the ballers were talking about there. Um, so again, just kind of playing here. Who would that really leave me with? It would leave me right outside of Cooper Cup range, but I guess I already have Jefferson, so that's not in play. So the highest flex I can play was is Eckler, and Eckler does seem awesome. Man, Eckler at 83 or Mixon at 81. They are both so good. Mixon is the more trustworthy piece. That kind of seems like a coin flip, right? Yeah. You feel more on, on Mixon? Mixon has been really consistent. Like, if you got four targets, zero, five, five, zero, six, that's kind of interesting that he can just die in the target game. You got negative two receiving yards on four targets. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to pick. So mix it again out of principle. And I do love Eckler. I mean, I, I honestly think that a Mike Williams week is in the cards, but it seems like Eckler just never really goes away. I mean, the last we've seen was 11 points back then. So it seems pretty damn safe here. And I have some cash to spare. So yeah, let me play the player that I like. Let me go with uh, Austin Eckler here. I got a wide receiver and a DST left. Awesome. Excellent. Feels great. All right. Um, well, I, I can just finish mine out now because I don't think we have any conflicting things. I'll do my defense right now. Sure. Um, I'm going to go for the Mike Glennon exploiting Dolphins. Defense. Okay, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I just hear my? Okay, yeah. Defense, fantastic. Well, well, well put. There we go. He's got a long neck, and he can see everything that's happening. But you can also <laughs> see whatever you can ever see all his facial expressions because his le- his neck is so long. Anyway, um. I'm going to follow that up with Foster Moreau and Justin Herbert. Ooh, even Moreau and uh, Zay Jones. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I like that. I'm trying to, to piece these, you know, the, the wide receiver and the defense here.
It's just so memey, man. So, so I'm looking at T.Y. Hilton at 4,400. I, I honestly believe more in LaVisca Chenault at 4,400. But the real, dude. That I, I that meme. That I have to pick T.Y. Hilton. And that means that at defense, it's I do like the Giants against Miami or no, no, no defense. How, how could because honestly, like, yes, Antonio Gibson's been getting it done. Oh, God. Oh, the Raiders, the Raiders fantasy defense. I mean, it has been Dallas since he KC. The last time they played a bad team was the Giants. They put up six points. Mm, I think I think the Giants defense, like I said, they shut down. Even against Tampa, they somehow scrounged two points. So, yeah, let me let me do the Giants defense and a T.Y. Hilton. So to recap, I'm going with touchdown Tom at quarterback. Awesome, excellent. Miles Sanders, James Conner. Wide receivers are Brandon Ayuk, Van Jefferson, T.Y. Hilton. We've got Gronk in the tight end slot, and then the Giants at defense. All right, and I've got uh, Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Jamal Williams, and Elijah Mitchell, and then Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Zay Jones, Foster Moreau and Dolphins defense. Yeah, that feels fantastic, but uh, we will have to see, man. We will we'll see next week for sure. We'll see how it goes. All right, man. Have a great uh, great Sunday. You know, we're in December now. Up here, it's getting bitterly cold, so uh, looking for Sunday to be a source of comfort. And I uh, hope the games are fun for everybody. All right, see you next week.